you're more than a friend. Red. You're more than a more than just plastic. You're more ama- You're more than amazing. You're more, more than, than fantastic. fantastic. You're my ally to my something. I don't know. You are the who is that to my lobe? Who? That's Paul Rudd. That's fucking Paul Rudd. I ain't as good as I once was, but I was good once. Than I ever was. Highline Nation, what is going on? Episode 90 of the Highline Podcast. We got a short but good one for you today. That's what I told my wife. Yeah, that's what I tell my wife every day. Uh, We got three bold predictions for the 2024 NASCAR season. Because it is about damn here. Time to make some bold predictions and look like idiots come uh, September. Uh, we also got our playoff picks, part two. We gave y'all our playoff 16 drivers last week. Now we're going to give you the championship four and our champion for the 2024 season. Get fired up, baby! Let's go! Yeah, so those first two are pretty good. What do we got for the last two segments? Mm-hmm. We got our speed week schedule and uh, should we change it? I think we should. Uh, we'll get into that and talk about what we got coming up this week and what we think they should do in the coming years to improve on the Speed Weeks product. Um, also, we're going to be talking about the Daytona 500 one week away. We're recording this on the Sunday of the Super Bowl, one week from today. Big of the Super Bowl! The Daytona 500 will be running. We'll give our preview for that race, and we'll give you our picks. For the great American Showdown. I don't think that's what it's called. It's a great American It should race. be. Let's get it. Let's go. Davis. You're right, Lambry. Take We don't need no education. Please refrain. <laughs> you can't do that. Let's fucking go. Now, Red Solo Cup is the best receptacle for barbecues, tailgates, fairs, and festivals. And you, sir, do not have a pair of testicles if you prefer drinking from glass. Hey, Red Solo Cup is cheap and disposable. In 14 years, they they are are decomposable. decomposable. And unlike my home, that is not foreclosable. Freddie Mac can kiss my ass. Woo! Red Solo Cup. Red Solo. I fill you up. Let's have a party. Let's have a party. I love you, Red Solo Cup. Red Solo. I lift you up. Proceed to party. Proceed to party. Yes, sir. In honor of the great Tobias Keith. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's his name. Toby. 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 Toby Keith passed away this past week. That's yeah. an honor of you, good sir. One of the greatest country singers of all time. I ain't as good as I once, once was. But I'm as good once. As I ever as was. As I ever was. Shout out to you, Toby Keith. I should have been a cowboy. Oh, I thought about doing that song. I, I should have learned, learned to roll around. 
around. I, I don't know what I said. Sorry. Riding my pony, wearing my six, six, uh, it's right. six shooter on a cattle drive. cattle Riding my pony on a cattle drive. Stealing the young girl's hearts. It's just like Gene and Roy singing those campfire songs. Yeah, I should have been a cowboy. Shout out. That's a bop. We'll Red drink. Solo Cup. Yep, we'll be drinking from Red Solo Cup the whole episode. I fill you up. And it's full of water, right? Yeah. Something like that. What would Toby Keith be drinking right now? <sighs> I don't know. Cold beer? <laughs> he would be. This is lukewarm beer. Yeah, mine's not that cold. Natty. Oh, I just bought the net. It's Natty Light, by the way. So, uh, just bought it at the store. What my wife did. Well, Anyways, welcome back to the Highline episode 90. Super Bowl Sunday episode has come out probably Monday or Tuesday. The boys are warming is, up right now. Damn, son. Damn, sorry. Where'd you find this? That, that was my dick. I apologize. Mm. It's kind of hard right now for Brock Purdy. Damn. <laughs> Gay? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, Trey Davis and Riley, we're back at you. Who? Episode 90. And, uh, How'd, how'd you like the race this past weekend? <laughs> Great race, wasn't it? I was racing to the bathroom several times. Had a mm. shit. That's about it. How'd you golf? Well, I played yesterday. Um, yeah, how'd you uncle. do? Um, you remember how you told me? I hope you have a really good first 15 holes. 17. Whatever it was. Well, first hole. I'm here. I was on the green for birdie mm-hmm. for, on the first hole. Ended up three-putting for Bogey. Second hole, I parred. Mm-hmm. Okay. Third hole, I bogeyed. So I was only two over three. three. That's pretty good for me. Yeah. I ain't a good golfer now. So that's pretty good for me. You ain't as good as you once Now was. from four to about 15, I played like dog shit. Mm. So it wasn't good. I shot a... Who won? I shot a 54 on the front. Out of what, 36? Yeah, so par is 36. I shot a 54, but that's counting every stroke. Um, so that wasn't terrible. That's about average where I'm at. I want you to know I shot a 46 on the back with three pars in a row on the back. Nice. So I parred 16, 17, and 18. And I should have shot a lot better. I just couldn't putt. Mm-hmm. just couldn't putt yesterday. So um, it's always was, was bad. But I parred 18, which is the hardest hole in the course, to par three over water. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a really tough, really tough hole. Uh, pin position was on the uh, the front, so that was really difficult. But uh, um, ended up getting it up there, and I was actually short of the green, um, but uh, chipped in, and then I had like a nine foot putt at a par out. So uh, forty six on the back was pretty good for me. I think that's the lowest round I've ever had on the back there, counting every stroke, uh, which I know for you golfers out there probably doesn't sound very good, but um, it's good for me. So. I can't complain. Then went up Top Golf today. Um, finished second in the long drive competition between the four of us. Who won? Uh, Matt. Is he a good golfer? Uh, he's all right, but he can drive the hell out of a ball. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was that. Nick actually won three out of the four games. Hey, there you Nick, go. Oh, Nick, Nick's not a big golfer, mm-hmm. but uh, he, he's got a, a talent for it apparently because, I mean, he was just – He's, He's like uh, Cole. He was throwing lawn darts out there. He'd man. go out there and not I mean, play just, for... just wha-bam, just a fucking sniper. Just, just on the pin every time. 
I did win. We played Angry Birds at the end. I don't know if you ever played been to Top Golf. Sure haven't. But they. I have, mean, I've been to Top Golf and never. They've got an Angry that. Birds competition up there. I did win that one. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a it was a good time. Uh, well, What'd you do I've, this weekend? Uh, I've been drinking all weekend, so. Well, me too. But. <laughs> I mean, I, I've gone to the gym. I had to go to a baby shower yesterday, and. Um, other than that, I've just been chilling. Like, I stayed out here last night and watched some college football. College football. College football. <laughs> yeah, they're playing out there in Europe right now. Uh, college football right now. Alabama A&M against uh, in Europe? Texas. Texas. In Europe? Agricultural. That's T- Texas A&M. No, no, <laughs> it's not. Texas agricultural and. Financial. Financial. Texas A&F. Yeah. So, uh, no. College basketball. I watched a lot of college Clemson basketball Clemson ended yesterday. up beating Syracuse yesterday. Yeah, they did. They got lucky. We're on a roll. South Carolina won, too. Hey, y'all were losing to old Vandy for <laughs> we, a little bit. Yeah, we ended up beating them by like 16, too. Yeah, y'all were losing, though, I think at halftime. We down by four. <laughs> down by four, down by one. You're still down. Yeah, well, guess what? What did the final score say? Oh, no, I can't read. Final four says we're – Final four. Fair. <laughs> we'll be in the final four. Final four says. <laughs> the rankings say we're ranked ahead of Clemson. Yeah, I'm sure you are. Yeah. Your schedule's a lot easier than ours were. Um, I mean, you can't argue with that. Um, oh, yeah, Kentucky and Tennessee suck. The, I mean, They're Kentucky terrible. just lost a, a not very good Gonzaga team. They're terrible. Tennessee just got blown out by A&M. Did they lose to A&M? Yeah, they got blown that's, out by A&M. That's, that's one of the games shit. I watched. We are going to win the SEC, though. Oh, whoop de doo whoop de doo Y'all going to finish 15th in the ACC. Yeah, because we got a better league. Anyways... Um, yeah, I've just been watching college basketball and chilling, drinking all weekend, this going month. to the gym. Um, that's really all I got for you. So, uh, yeah, yeah, Super Bowl is coming up here. Big as the Super Bowl. And like I said, you got the 49ers, I got the Chiefs. Mm. I want the 49ers to win, but I think the Chiefs What's will your win. bet? You said you had a bet for me. What is it? Hmm? You said you had a bet for we'll me. We'll get to that in a minute. Calm down. Calm your tits. So, first on the docket, um... Oh, there was a guy. Hold on, real quick. There was a individual at the gym the other day. Was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. Might have been Friday. I don't remember. We went together Friday. Okay, never mind. It wasn't Friday. I wish we came together. Gay? <laughs> what uh, happened yesterday at the gym? There was an individual there that I could not tell if it was a male or a female. Mm. Like it had like look like a guy. Was he wearing leggings? No. I really wasn't looking that much into this individual. What does Badussy look like? Huh? Huh? What? Badussy. I don't know what that means. It's a Badussy. Okay. Anyways, short hair, manly face. They even had a little bit of facial hair, but had ginormous breasts. But they were perky. Like, they were in shape, perky. And And it looked like a... I was in drag. That's what I, th- I, I, it was, like, I was trying not to stare at the individual. You should have went up and asked. Like, hey. What are you? Do you have a penis? <laughs> or a vagina? Now, what if they say both? Then that's called a hermaphrodite. Mm. That is a real thing. That yeah. does happen. Yeah. Very rare. So, I and mean, they were in pretty good shape. I just couldn't figure out what they were. Would you hit? No. Probably. Well, the fucker had almost, had like a mustache. Probably a dude that. But it had. Breasts, as nice breasts I've ever seen in my life. 
probably a dude with tits. There's no, <laughs> there's no such thing as chicks with dicks. Only dudes with tits. Nowadays, you you never know. Well, I just told you. Okay, but anyways, that that was my. You can't do that of the weekend. <laughs> I don't know. I just couldn't figure out what this but individual was in do the it, gym. They, they can do it. The free country. I, I I get it. I get it. Let's call it. They should have been a cowboy. Let's let's talk about what me, you, and Nick were talking about here in the garage about Jesus. two hours ago. Amen. We need to. Yeah. We need him. We need to. Would he like us drinking out of these red solo cups? Probably not. Yeah, I, I would say that. Uh, oh boy. He would. He would. Just not too many of them. Don't be a drunkard. Doesn't say don't drink. Yeah. Anyway, three ball predictions getting into the 2024 season there. Uh, Riley, I know you probably haven't thought anything about it until I just wrote it down. I knew it was coming. We did it last year and the year, year before. before. I don't. Did we do it the year before? I don't know. I can't remember if we did it. That was a long time ago. But, uh, yeah, three bold predictions. We do this every year, at least the past two years. Uh, what bold means is three things that we are predicting will happen that not many people think will happen. So that could be somebody having a good year, somebody having a bad year, somebody I don't know, doing something stupid or, or whatever, whatever the case is, somebody missing the playoffs or whatever. You get the point. Bold. It's not – most people don't think this is going to happen. So um, three ball predictions. Uh, Riley, you want to go first? There will be a death. No. Um, God. There will be a death <laughs> in the country this yeah. year. <laughs> uh, one just happened statistically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my first bold prediction is the least bold of the three. So you're going from least bold to yes, most bold? to most bold. Okay. The least bold prediction of the year for me, but still bold. Both. Both. And let, let, me, let, me, let me be honest. I know what here. this is. Both Roush Fenway Keselowski cars will win not just one, but multiple okay, races okay, this year. Okay, Both RFK going. cars are going to win multiple. Um, one of them is going to win the 500. It's going to happen. Well, to be fair, an RFK car that's not possible for the championship, there is a third that could win the 500. David but, Reagan! But I am picking an RFK car to win the Daytona 500, surprisingly enough. I Just a little precursor. Able, I might two just a little precursor you do whichever one you pick i'm gonna pick the other we're gonna finish one and two (laughs) either way um but uh, one of the rfk cars will win the daytona 500 um and i think you know christopher busher has multiple opportunities to win at short tracks and intermediates did you see where dale jr picked chris busher not late playoffs i did He's retarded. <laughs> He's um, like, I think Bush. Now, I do say, I do agree with him here. I do think Brad Keselowski is going to have a better year than Chris Buescher this year. I do think that. I agree with him on that front. I hope not. But I do believe. I like Chris. Fuck Brad. I, I do believe that both RFK cars will win multiple races. Brad Keselowski is going to be fast everywhere, as he was pretty much for the last half of the season. Uh, but Chris Buescher is really good at super speedways, as well as um, – uh, uh, short tracks, as he as he showed with Rich, Richmond, and he won that Bristol race a couple years ago. Um, but he's also really good at road courses, and you know, there's not That's as my ma- thing with Chris. Like he is like he's, he's good not everywhere. the best anywhere. at any track, but he is solid about everywhere. Now, I would say he's a top five, top ten uh, super speedway racer. I would say yeah. He, uh, I would say yeah. As okay. far as car and and driver goes, 
he's up there with the best of them. Mm-hmm. Road course, better driver than car, I would say. Um, he's up there. Yeah, because Brad's all. He's one of the better road course racers, at least in the next gen era. And he was good in the Xfinity series when he was in in the uh, the road course stuff. And he won an ARCA racing on, on a road course. Um, so he's a really good road course racer. So there's multiple opportunities for him to win. Uh, those RFK cars are coming forward uh, in the in the standings every year. So I think him uh, packaged with R- or RFK with with Keselowski in that that six car. Um, I think. I think Brad Keselowski is going to compete this year uh, more times than not. So um, let me let me get both those cars in the playoffs, and I think they're both going to win multiple races. Okay, so that's your first one. No, I'll do how you're doing it too. I'll do from least bold to most bold. My first, my least most bold prediction for the 2024 season is that a Chevy – Trying to figure this out, how to word this. A Chevy will not win a race the first seven races of the season. So the first two months of the season are going to be dominated by Ford Ford and Toyota Toyota because of the new cars. Yeah, because you got to be on one end of the spectrum or the other one. I think Chevy's going to – you could either say Chevy's going to dominate the first couple months of the season, or you could say the Ford and Toyotas will dominate. And I'm going to say the Ford and Toyotas will dominate um, the first two months of the season. I'll go first eight, first eight, first eight. The Chevys will not win a race until at least the ninth race of the season. And I say that just because usually when you have one manufacturer come out with a new body or whatever, whatever, it – Toyota dominated when they got the Camry. Dominated. What, 16 was the first year of the Camry, right? No, they've had the Camry. Well, that was the first new Camry, and that was the year that... They've had a Camry since 2007. All right, so I may be speaking out of Joe Gibbs' first year, they had a Camry. When they had... When they had... When Martin Truex won the championship... 17. In 17, that was a new... They changed the body. That was a new body. Yeah, yeah. And they dominated. I mean, those Toyotas were fast everywhere. Yeah. And Martin Truex won like eight races that year, so... Mm -hmm. And, And what, like... Led like 399 laps to fucking Coke 600, but that was 16. Was that 16? Yeah, it was 16. Was what it was Darlington that? that he dominated? Him and Hamlin when, when in 17. 17. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Hamlin won. Um, but anyways, I, I'm a guess this going. I'm gonna be on the latter end of the uh, spectrum. I think Toyota and Ford will have an edge up, leg up, whatever you want to say. What you know about edge? Uh-huh, quite a bit. Um, on the Chevys, I think they're going to kind of struggle off out of the gate. Now, I could be wrong, and Chevy's kind of dominate the first six, seven races, but something's telling me that Joe Gibbs is going to be really strong. Uh, Pinsky's going to be really strong. RFK is going to be really strong. Uh, you, 2311 could be really strong with Tyler Reddick. Maybe Bo Wallace, we'll see. Um, but just something's telling me Chevy's going to kind of struggle out there. Now, I think they will co- recover. Now, they might have a Ford type of year the, that Ford has had the past couple of years where they're not the best manufacturer all year, but they – in the playoffs, you know, if some team finds it at the right time or, and is fast at the right type of tracks and goes out there and wins the championship. I mean, I could easily see that happen. But I think for the first eight races of the season, I don't think Chevy's going to win the race. Well. Which those first eight races are Daytona, Atlanta. Is it Vegas next? 
Vegas, Phoenix, somewhere type in that order. Bristol, Martinsville. Oh boy, you pulling it up real quick? <laughs> no, I'm actually reading something. But uh, oh, great! I've got well, I've got something to say here in just a second. But go ahead. What were you saying? I'm just trying to figure out the first eight races of the season All real right. quick. Well, while you're thinking that up. Well, I got uh, it right here. I got it right here. Hold on. Let me say something real quick. Um, this is unrelated, but I just uh, just read something on Facebook. So um, everybody give out a prayer uh, to a coworker of mine. I'm not going to give out his name, uh, but uh, his wife just passed away. Uh, I'm reading it right now. So uh, just uh, cancer sucks, boys. So uh, give out a uh, give out a prayer to anybody that you know that may be dealing with cancer. So. Um, sorry to put that down or on everything, but had to say that, um, cancer sucks. Does he listen to the show? No, but, uh, it's a unspoken prayer request, Mm -hmm. um, for, for a buddy of mine. So just give that out. Gotcha. That sucks. Cancer does suck. It's all affected us in some way, but the first eight races of the season are the 500 Atlanta, Las Vegas, Phoenix, Bristol, uh, Coda, Richmond. And Martin's at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. So, I don't think a Chevy will win any of those races to start the season. What's your second one? Well, um, the uh, well, the second, the second bold prediction. This is getting a little higher. It's a little higher in, in, in boldness. It's a little higher, and. Um, can you take a little, me little, higher? little less likely to occur, but uh, less still, still, kind of within the realm of possibility. I don't think a Chevy makes the final four this year. Mm. So that gives a little bit of preview. My next one's going to give you a little bit of preview of what I'm thinking too. But no Chevys in the final four this year. Why? I, I just, I think. You know, I, I said earlier, I think the first... I mean, you got a lot of good Chevys. The first, Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson, William Byron, Chase Elliott. The first podcast of the year, I, I, I thought that maybe the Chevys might be the front runners um, because they don't have a new car and they've got experience with this car. But the more I've thought about it, in history, when you look at NASCAR, when, when you get a new car, you're faster than the rest, right? Um, you look at the Ford back in the 90s when they got that bubble glass on the back, they were way fast. And, and they had to take some spoiler out of the, uh, uh, the Fords because they just had more downforce than everybody. They got a new car, right? Um, you look at Toyota, like I said, in 17, they were faster than everybody else when they got that new Camry. Uh, the Chevys were really quick when they redesigned the, Cam- uh, the Camaro. So, uh, well, they were driving the SS at the time. Um, Whatever it was, but when you get a new car, you're going to be way faster. Um, and Fords and the Toyotas are going to be the cream of the crop this year. You just said it yourself uh, that they're not going to be anywhere in competition for wins. And then the first, I'm not saying they're not going to be. I just don't think they're going. They're to not win going the race. to win. Yeah. They're not. They going could to win. be. They should. There could be a couple races where I think Kyle Larson and Wayne Byer and Chase Elliott should win the sure, race. Sure, but they don't. But but. I think if if you have an eight race advantage, say the Fords and Chet, or Fords and Toyota split those first eight races, mm-hmm. four and four, you got a four race advantage 
bonus points, stage points. You got all this advantage you're going to have over the Chevrolets. And all that's going to carry over into the playoffs. And, you know, the way that the playoffs are set up, you got two super speedway races coming up. You've got road courses. You've got stuff that the Fords and Toyotas have kind of been the better um, the the better manufacturers at, especially the the super speedways. You got Daytona and and, and Atlanta coming that are going to be, you know, the Fords are going to be the ones that are, are are looked at to win those races. But then you've got Denny Hamlin's got three Daytona 500s um, that that could win those races. You still got Talladega in the playoffs that the Fords have kind of dominated that track in in, in recent years. So. Um, it's just it's going to be difficult for the Toyotas or for the the Chevrolets, excuse me, to 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 be fast enough to get the the points uh, that they're going to need because one one car does point their way in, and and a Chevrolet could point their way in, but I just don't think I kind of agree with your first one. I don't think they're going to have the wins at the beginning of the season, but I just don't think they're going to win a bunch to begin with um, all throughout the regular season, first twenty six races. So. Um, I don't know if they have enough points to make that that final four. I've got a bunch of Toyotas and a bunch of Fords winning a bunch of races this year, so um, Fords and Fords and Toyotas going to dominate. So my second bold prediction, getting a little more bolder for mine. Uh, my second bold prediction for the 2024 NASCAR season will be. Denny Hamlin will not be the best driver at Joe Gibbs Racing. Now, you could argue that the last two years that he wasn't the best driver there anyway because Christopher Bell made the championship four, and he did not. But if you look out the totality of the year, Denny Hamlin was clearly the best Joe Gibbs Racing driver each of those years, just kind of how the playoffs worked. And, you know, Christopher Bell having to win at Martinsville back in 2022 and did it. You know, that's the reason why he made the championship four two years ago. And then last year, uh, a tire failure or whatever at Homestead cost Denny Hamlin a chance to make the, the, the final four last year, while Christopher Bell again won at Homestead in the round of eight to advance to the championship four. So it just kind of comes down to when Christopher Bell got his wins the past two years. But Denny Hamlin consistently has been the, the best Joe Gibbs uh, racing driver. Uh, this year I think it changes. And uh, the two drivers – that I think come to mind are Christopher Bell. I think he overall, like, more than just winning at the right time in the playoffs, and Ty Gibbs. I think those two will battle for a lot of race wins, more than Denny Hammond will. And I think they will be consistently more fast at a lot of tracks this year. I think Denny kind of takes a back seat to – I still think he'll win a few races, but I don't see Denny winning more than three races. That could be a bold prediction itself. But you look at Denny Hamlin the past couple of years, she's only won three or more races, like twice the past like six years. So, you know, I, I think Denny Hamlin takes a step back in um, his teammates a little bit. I think Christopher Bell and Ty Gibbs kind of jump up above him. You know, um, age catches up with everybody. Father time catches up with everybody. Nobody's – Nobody's immune to it. Well, Mark so, Martin did try to win a championship when he was like 62. 50. But, <laughs> uh, but most times, you know, you see. Then he's in the prime of his career. He's statistically. Not, uh, statistically, this is the prime of his like career. He's like 42. That's, 
35 to like 44. That used to be the problem. Statistically is the problem. That's because NASCAR Cup drivers didn't get a chance at like 28. That's the reason why that now they're starting at 20. But I think Denny Hamlin takes a step back this year. Still think he wins races. I still think he competes for, for a decent amount of wins, wins a few races. But I think uh, week in, week out, I think Ty Gibbs and Chris Bell are more fast than the 11 car this year. And then him and him and Truex are kind of pretty damn close. I think Truex – I don't think Truex have a bad year, but I don't think Truex will have a year like he had last year, especially not the regular season, you know, where he won the regular season championship and won, I think, three or four races. I think it was three. Uh, or maybe four. I don't think Truex has that type of year this year. I think he kind of takes a step back, again, because of his age. But I think Christopher Bell and Ty Gibbs are the new faces of Joe Gibbs Racing this year. So, just to confirm, what is the what is your exact bold prediction for your number two? Denny Hamlin is the third best driver at JGR this year. Mm. See, that's ironic. My bold prediction, number three, said Denny Hamlin gets over the hump and wins his first That's not a bold prediction. Yes, it is. How is it not bold? Who's picking Denny Hamlin to win a championship? A lot. Who? Of people. Who? I ain't seen one. (laughs) A top five driver in the sport. He's going to win the championship. What the hell? That's not a bold prediction. How is it not bold? I was thinking more like fucking, I don't know. I'm picking Denny to win the championship. That's bold. David Reagan wins the 500. That's bold. That's the most bold you that's, can get. That's more likely than Denny winning his first championship. Because look at his – listen, if you don't think that's bold, that's fine. But you can look at the stats. He's a hell of yeah, a race car driver. Sure. Statistically, he should be in, in competition to win the championship every year. But he never is. He's made the Final Four a couple times, sure. A couple times. But he's the best driver every year and is never in the Final Four or really isn't in competition to win the championship in that final race. This year, I, f- I think he finally gets over the hump and gets it done. And if you don't think that's bold, that's fine. You gave out your champion already. That's fine. But I have given out my champion, and I've given out my final four, kind of. Yeah. But Denny Hamlin is going to get over the hump. You've taken this Denny Hamlin fandom to a new... It's not just, new it's not just a air. fandom. It's a... I believe that you get what you deserve in this life. You get what you work for. And I think Denny Hamlin deserves a championship. You're not worried it's a young man's sport now? It is a young man's sport. Sure. He's old. Sure it is. Sure it is. But. Barbecue chicken on the. Oh! You got a fast car. He does. But what I'm telling you is. LeBron James. Quit it. <laughs> You're fucking me up here. Um, Denny Hamlin deserves to win a championship. You can you can agree, you can disagree, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I agree. But he he is a that's a bold prediction. He's a top fifteen driver of all time. How is it not a bold prediction? There's thirty six motherfuckers that can win it, and I picked one. There's like ten that could win it. I'm predicting, and there's like ten that can win it, and he's in it, but he never does. He never does. That's like saying, you know, okay, anyways, just because right, you're I in the it. tournament. Well, I'll give you. A I would prediction. say that's the most bold prediction I've ever made, because I don't think so. But sure, because he just hasn't. He's never yes, been. If he was like never running tenth every week, but and he's, he's never won the championship. I'd be like, oh my god, that's a bold prediction. Yeah, I think that's going to happen. He's never been the closer. He's never been the guy that you expect to go out and win the, the race. And that's what you have to do. Three Daytona 500s. That's the race. In general. 
I get it. If you, I just don't think that's if you had to pick a driver to win a race at a track, Denny Hamlin's not the guy you pick. No. Right? No. And he's been in the position to win championships before, and he hasn't done it. He hasn't done it. He's been in the Cup Series since 2006. He's been one of the top drivers in NASCAR pretty much the whole time. He won two races his first year. Swept Pocono. We thought he was going to be the next guy, right? The next guy to go out and win multiple. He's only competed for a couple, and he never won any of them. And he, like you said, he's he made three old. straight championship fours from sure. 19, and he 20, finished, and 21. And he finished fourth pretty much every year. So um, that may not be true, but I don't remember him competing for those championships one in that race. So you can say it's not a bold prediction all you want to, but I would say it's the most bold there has ever been on this podcast. And the reason I'm saying that is just looking at history. No one should expect Denny Hamlin to go out and win this championship. He shouldn't be a favorite. He may not even be a favorite to make the Final Four this year because there's a lot of Toyotas that are hungry. You've got the 54 car that's going to be fast. You've got the 20 car who's made the Final Four over him the past couple years. You've got the 19 thinking about retirement that's still pretty much at the top of his game. You've got his own team. You've got Tyler Reddick that could go up there and compete. Bubba Wallace, if he wins a few races, he could be in the Final Four. He was, you know, he pointed his way into the playoffs, but he was fast enough a lot of weeks to win races. Now, I don't like the guy, but he could do it. Denny Hamlin is not the best Toyota week in, week out anymore. There's a couple weeks here and there where he does it, and he's usually the most consistent, barring some wrecks. But no one should expect Denny Hamlin to go out there and dominate, and I don't think he does. But I think he makes his way in, kind of like Ryan Blaney does, just kind of bides his time, gets to a couple tracks that so he likes. So you kind of grew my, decision, my point where he's going to be the third best Maybe JGR car this he year. He may not be the best JGR car throughout the season, but I believe that at the end of the year, this is the year where he finally puts it together. Maybe makes it to, the, to Talladega and wins. Definitely possible, right? Mm-hmm. He's good at Martinsville. He's won there before. So he can go into Martinsville, win that Martinsville race. If he's in the top eight, he'll compete there. And then all you got to do is be the best of four at Phoenix. And he's good at Phoenix. So it can be done. The problem is getting there and making sure you don't have the mistakes like you had at Homestead and um, what other track? Where do you have mistakes? You know, in the playoffs. A couple tracks he had. Um, Um, The final four wasn't good, or the final eight wasn't good for him. Uh, this year, Texas so. a couple years yeah. ago. Yeah, so he's had he's had trouble at Martinsville. He's had trouble at Talladega. He's had trouble, you know, Homestead. There's been some places he's had trouble. I think this year keeps that consistency. Maybe he's not the most dominant throughout the regular season. Wins a race or two. You know, maybe backs his way into the 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 last eight. But uh, that last three races of the year, making it to the final four, I think he'll turn it on and and coming to Phoenix, I'm picking him to win the race. He's going to win that championship that he deserves. Of course, he would stop when I'm choking. Uh, all right, well, there's your 10 minute hey, explanation on why that's a bold prediction. You know, most people say that um, if you know it in your heart of hearts that it's 
what you're doing, you don't have to explain yourself. But you explained it for about 20 fucking minutes. So, that, you know. Anyways. It's a bold prediction. That's a, okay. It's it probably well, sure. not going to happen. Sure. But it's a bold prediction. Sure. Okay. So, my third bold prediction. The most bold. This, I'll give you a bold prediction right here. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. I can. I got. I ain't got them in the playoffs. Um, my third ball prediction for the 2024 season is this. Ford will not make the championship four. They're not being Ford in the championship four. And that goes everything that I'd probably want because I, I love Ryan Blaney. <laughs> and um, I like Chris Busher. But uh, Fords are going to kind of have like a Chevy type of year, I think. The past couple of years, where you know, I think they're going to be really fast, win some races with Joey and Brad, or Joey and and Ryan, and maybe even Chris and Brad. And who knows, Stuart Haas might could get on a run, and Josh Berry or Chase Briscoe could win a race or two. Who knows? But uh, yeah, I'm gonna say they're going to miss out the championship four. I think they're going to kind of falter in the playoffs. Uh, this new body might help them out and uh, help them be faster in certain tracks. But I think come the playoffs, I think they might kind of falter. That goes everything against what I was saying. And I'm pretty sure I said on this podcast, you know, I know I've said on this podcast before the past couple of episodes where I think, oh, Joe Logano, it's an even year. He's going to make the championship four. He makes the championship four every year in the even year. Well, I'm going to say this year it kind of changes. I'm going to say a four doesn't make the championship four, which I think is a bold pick because they won the past two championships and they've come alive during the playoffs the past couple of years. But I think this year uh, it changes, I think. Chevy and Toyota will kind of shine in the playoffs and uh, uh, have better rounds than uh, than the Fords. So that's my pick. I hate to do it. There will not be a Ford in the championship four this year. Hate to say it, but that's a bold that's a bold prediction right there. Because, uh, that's a bold prediction. That's how you do a bold prediction. Right I literally there, just boy. said a Chevrolet wasn't going to make the fucking final four. The last bold prediction. Yeah, that's different though. <laughs> That's a little different. Chevy hadn't won the past two championships. Hell yeah. Ben agrees. That's my dog. Anyways, so playoff picks part two. Kind of, he spoiled it for everybody. You did too. No, I didn't. I just said a Ford wasn't making it. I didn't tell you who my champion was going to be. You piece of shit. Brad Keselowski. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Playoff picks part two. So, 16 guys you had. You had Ross. Uh, I don't know. Ross, Kyle Larson, Brad, uh, Kyle Bush, Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, um, Chris Busher, Martin Shooks Jr., Chris Rebell, Joey Logano, William Byron. Um, Ricky Stenhouse ooh, is the one you're missing. For, uh, I haven't got there yet. Rick, uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Tyler Reddick, Alex Bowman. I think that's it, isn't it? If you said 16, sure. But Ricky Stenhouse is the outlier. Like, yeah. It's kind of chalk. We so. got the same 16. Or we got we got 15 of the same. He's got Ricky Stenhouse in. I got Austin Dillon in mine. Everybody else is the same. Yeah. So uh, my final four this year, kind of going to be chalk, but it is what it is. I've got Dennis Hamlin, of course. Got to have him. All right. I'm going to have Joseph Logano in it this year. I'm going to have Ryan Blaney. 
defending champion. I think he'll be there. And then I'm going to take uh, Christopher Bell. So I got two Toyotas, two Fords, two Penske's, two Gibbs. Um, I think RFK will compete. I think one or two of those cars may be in the, the last eight. Um, but when it comes down to the last three races to get in, you got Kansas, you got uh, Homestead, and, and you got Martinsville. Three tracks that we're not as RFK drivers. Um, we don't have the history of, of running all that great at. Homestead, yeah, we've won some races at, but that was way back in the day. Um, so uh, RFK, I don't, I don't think makes it. I think there'll be a couple Hendrick guys up there. Uh, maybe the other two, maybe Chase Elliott and, and, and the 24, maybe the 24 and the five will be the other two in the round of eight. Um, but like I said earlier, with the the new cars for the Fords and the Toyotas, I think they'll be more competitive towards the end of the year, um, especially as they make those cars better. I think they will be faster uh, towards the end of the year. Um, so it's it's going to be two Fords and two Toyotas. Um, and as I said earlier, the champion's going to be Denny Hamlin out of, out of those four. Um, I think any four of those guys could win it. Uh, but I think this is Denny Denny's year. All right, so my championship four, obviously no Fords, which I hate to do, but I just don't think it's going to happen. I think the first guy in my championship four will be – who do you think my championship four is? I think your no Fords. I think your championship four is going to be Kyle Larson – Kyle Larson, Christopher Bell, Chase Elliott, and either Martin Truex or Denny Hamlin. No. Okay. <laughs> Correct me. All right, <clears throat> so I changed it four this year. Ross Chastain. That's wrong. He returns to the championship four. That's incorrect. <laughs> Go Ky Cox. Kyle Busch. He's gonna make championship four. Debo. Tyler Reddick. Who? Championship four. Who? I'm going. I'm going crazy this year. That's not gonna happen. Okay, sure. And my final pick. Gotta have Hendrick Carr in there. Who's it going to be? Chase Elliott. It's going to be Chase Elliott. He's going to return to prominence, baby. You mean the third out of the four Hendrick drivers? He'll make championship four. I think he's going to win it. So, He'll wait, make it. tell me again. Ross Chastain. Kyle Busch. Tyler Reddick. Chase Elliott. So, you remember a couple of weeks ago we were drunk as fuck on my back porch and we both said we were going to pick William Byron to win the championship? Mm -hmm. Neither of us even put him in our final nope. four. <laughs> <laughs> Time, uh, it's, times have changed, I guess. Um, no, nah, I, 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 I want to. Uh, William Byron's a good pick to, to make it, but I was going with my heart. On Girlfriend's a smoke. Who? William Byron. No, it's Ryan Blaney's sister. 
Anyways, um, it's kind of weird that I've got three Chevys, and I said Chevys were going to struggle out the gate, but I think they'll turn it on at the end of the year. So, um, you know, I changed it for Ross Chastain, Kyle Busch, um, who did I say? Uh, Tyler Reddick and uh, Chase Elliott. Big so, Ross Chastain fan now that he's a Bush driver, huh? Yep. Damn right. Fair Don't enough. give a fuck. Tours gonna make it to the championship four. And who I have winning the championship this year? Chase Elliott. <laughs> no. My champion for the 2024 season is going to be Tyler Reddick. Ross Chastain. Dumb. That should have been a bold. <laughs> that should have been a bold prediction. They would have given it away. Well, I gave mine away. I think Ross gonna do it this year, baby. He's got the best beer on his hood now. Uh, Trackhouse is on fire. Got a lot of good guys in their stable, other than Daniel Suarez. Um, I think Ross Chastain is going to go out there, not be the greatest driver all year, but he's going to be good enough to make the champ uh, to make hey, look uh, at the that. playoffs. First time Tony Romo's ever been at the Super Bowl. Damn savage! Now he did. He called the championship. He called the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Anyways, I think second Ross, time he's ever I been think there. this is Ross's year. Got got the brand new Bush sponsorship. Brand new whip. Got no keys. Um, I think the Watermelon Man is going to take it to the top. Trackhouse. They're one of the most exciting teams in NASCAR. One of the most boldest teams in NASCAR. You know they take chances. They do it all kind of different than all these other. So you think the older guys do it? You think it. the champion's teammates not going to make the playoffs? Yeah. Okay. I mean, fucking Chase Elliott and Alex Bowman didn't make. The they playoffs. missed fucking ten races and between fucking them. William Byron and Kyle Larson about won the championship. They missed ten races. Whatever. You need to write this down real quick. We've got it recorded. Yeah, I'm not going to remember, or we're going to think about, oh, go to episode 90, minute 45, you know, and see who Trey picked. 43. Well, no, you got to think of the intro and stuff like that, dumbass. Mm. Anyways, I think Ross going to do it. I think we're going to have a first-time champ this year. I think it's going to be Ross Chastain, the watermelon man. Uh, Got a lot of good momentum. Won the final race of the season last year after having kind of a mediocre year. He won Nashville last year, but then – you know, kind of struggled in the playoffs, got eliminated around a 12. But I think this year he's going to rebound, and Trackhouse will have their first championship with Ross Chastain in the Bush Light Machine. Give me Ross to win the championship. So you had the one, the nine, the 24, and nope. the – or the one, the nine, the five. Nope. Who did you say? God the, dang. Kyle Larson – or no. fucking, Ross Chastain, Chase Elliott. Yep. Tyler Reddick. Yep. And who am I missing? Kyle Bush. Kyle Bush, that's right. One, nine, eight, and the fuck did I say? What's his number? 45. 45. Yeah. So that's my champion. I don't feel great about it, but hell, I want to be different this year. I'm not going to go, you know, chalk like you did with the fucking Christopher Bell made it the past two years. Jenny Hamlin, greatest, probably one of the greatest NASCAR drivers in the sport right now. Fucking, uh, Ryan Blaney, last year's champion. Joe Logano, fucking he two-time champion. What boring. You're fucking boring. I should have picked Joey Logano to win it. Probably. It's an even year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Anyway, speed week schedule. I already told you who's going to win. What? Huh? Speed week schedule? It's not long enough. 
Like my dick. How does that have to do with I, I told you he was going to win? I didn't even listen to what you thought was going to say. I thought you was going to say Daytona 500 picks. You're, for, yeah. Has anybody ever told you you are an idiot? Yes. Okay, just making sure. So, the – you don't mess me up. So, the Speed Week schedule this year, uh, you got qualifying Wednesday night. Um, used to be on a Sunday. Used to be on a Sunday af- the day after the clash or the Budweiser shootout or whatever you wanted to – whatever it used to be called. But now it's on a Wednesday night. Uh, starts at seven, where all thirty-six or however people qualify, about probably forty, I think. For or no, it's like forty-one, forty-two people will qualify, and then the duels. Wait, it's Thursday on Wednesday. Night. Yeah, it's on Wednesday night. It's been like that the past couple of years. Um, then Thursday we'll have the duel races start at seven o'clock. We'll determine the starting lineup for the five hundred. Other than the first two starting spots, like the obviously the front row will be cemented unless they wreck in the duels and they have to go to the backup car and they lose their starting position. Mm-hmm. But um, the duel started Thursday night seven, and then the second race, second race will be around eight thirty, eight forty-five, according to how long the first one takes. And then obviously the race will be Sunday uh, at two thirty on Fox, and then the duels will be on FS1, and I'm pretty sure qualifying will be on FS1 on Wednesday. So, you know, back in the day we used to have speed weeks. You know, you used to have winter testing down there. Now that wouldn't count really towards speed weeks, but you'd have testing down there Daytona. Then you had uh, the clash or whatever what you even call it, the Boaz shootout the weekend before, which would be right now, which would be during the Super Bowl. I, I get that. You know, it kind of conflicts. But you'd have the, the clash on a Saturday or a Sunday. Qualifying would be on that Sunday afternoon. And then you'd wait till Thursday to have the duels. Then you'd practice all weekend. You know, you, I think you practice actually on Thursday before the duels. Practice on Thursday and then have the duels Thursday then practice again Friday, and then, you know, Saturday I think would be just nothing. Then Sunday you'd have the race. So do you like this type of scheduling, no. Riley, or do you prefer it as the old old ways? Well, I think I get where, where NASCAR is coming from on this. Um, do you think – I think the Super Bowl has a huge thing to do with Because this. the Super Bowl – so I think the Saturday before the Super Bowl is – worth looking into and worth putting importance in. Uh, UFC always has an event the night before the Super Bowl, and it always does well. There's one last night I watched it. Um, it, was, it was a good fight, you know, but you know, that's beside the point. But they, uh, they run the night before the Super Bowl. They don't have any problems. Um, I think having the the Bush Clash come before the night before the Super Bowl is not an issue. Um, I think running that on that Saturday, having the qualifying Sunday during the day, the day having a noon qualifying, one car out there at a time, you get one lap, lay down your lap, whatever you want to do, that's fine. Then you have your practice for your duels on Tuesday and Wednesday. Have a day off on Monday. Whatever you want to do. Then on Thursday you come out and you have your your duel. You have your fifty. What is it? Fifty miles? Hundred mile duel? Whatever. Fifty miles. Hundred fifty miles. Hundred no. One twenty five. One twenty five. Used to be one hundred. Maybe it used to be one fifty. Whatever it used to be. Anyways, hundred twenty five mile mile duel. You go out there and you get it done. And then Friday and Saturday 
maybe you don't have to practice Saturday anymore because you got the race for the Xfinity Series on Saturday night. You got the truck race on Saturday. Um, you know, you, you've got stuff going on Saturday. So maybe you don't need to practice on Saturday. But the cup cars need to be on the track Friday, get some practice for the guys that made the race, dial in their setups. You got the trucks and the Xfinity Series on Saturday, and then you go out and run the Daytona 500 at 1 o'clock on Sunday. That would be the perfect. Well, it's only 2.30. It's only an hour and a half. 1 o'clock It's a big difference. Um, you don't like it when they – when you, most of the races get into sunset in the night, you don't like that? No. I kind of do. Daytona 500 is a day race. The Firecracker is a night race. Well, it's okay. not the Firecracker anymore, but you have a day race and you have a night race. It's the way it should be done. And they should definitely. The biggest problem is it's not speed weeks anymore. It's speed three days, and that's a fucking bullshit. That's just bullshit. It's, it used to be speed weeks. It used to be down there from the fucking 24-hour Daytona NASCAR would be on the track for the next month, pretty much. And it's not that way anymore, which I understand. But you could at least give them some practice before. You could at least have some practice mm-hmm. before um, the 500. And, and it's, it's bullshit that they don't give it to them. But, uh, but I, believe, I believe they should have some practice on track. Because the first time these guys run in a pack together is the duels. And I think that's... That's wrong. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I I don't like the schedule and the fact that you go out and qualify for one night, but you really haven't had any track time, and then the the duels come. You know, you and we've seen this a couple of years ago with with Chandler Smith. I think at Colleague two years ago, he had mechanical problem. I think he saw that with uh oh, what's his face, the IndyCar driver or uh, somebody like that. He had problems with them because they hadn't had any track time. They had a little mechanical problems that started um, that started the weekend off bad, and you had to race your way in in the duels. It, this race is just too big of a deal to not have quali- or have practice before anything. If you call it the biggest race of the season, then you need to be able to let these guys and these teams get accustomed to their cars and make sure everything's right with their cars. So uh, I, I don't like that aspect of it. I get the, you know, we don't need four hours of practice, you know, before the 500 or anything like that. But I would I would like for them to, to look at in the future, like you said, you know, being able to have practice and qualifying, you know, before the qualifying the duel start. So I think, you know, the Saturday before the Super Bowl is a great, great opportunity. I think. Saturday night race in Daytona, you know, nobody – I don't think that's going to affect your ratings anyways. And I think it gives these guys and these teams a, a chance to dial in their cars, you know, especially for the clash and stuff like that. Give them a, give them a chance to, to see what they got. And it might not even be their – you know, I get it. Back in the day, you had – teams had different cars for the clash and they had different cars for the 500. I get that. But at least let them have the opportunity. Now we we'll go to the Clash in L.A. and it has nothing – has nowhere type the similar type of car you're going to set up for the Clash than you do for the Daytona 500. And I think that's just wrong. I think we should have the Clash at Daytona. And, uh, you know, but I get why we don't anymore. So I think – especially the Sunday of the Super Bowl. Because the quali- Super Bowl. Have qualifying during, during the day. I think that's a good good decision. There ain't nothing else going on no. Super Bowl Sunday at 5 – 
Five, maybe. Yeah, five. five. Maybe at noon. <laughs> Ain't nothing else going on at no, noon. There's not. There's not. So I think uh, NASCAR can look into that. You know, I get why they've kind of shortened it and made it into speed four days or whatever it is. But um, if if you say the Daytona 500 is your biggest race, I think you need to to show it to your fans and show it to other people. You don't need to just make it four days. You need to make it the the big race it's supposed to be, and that. All the build-up. There's no build-up to the 8500 anymore. There's just not. You just have, oh, they're qualifying Wednesday night. Oh, they're having the duel Thursday night. Oh, all right, we're racing Sunday. A little bit of practice here and there, which, you know, it's, it's you know, if, if you cut all the Super Bowl, it's kind of remi- or remind me of the Super Bowl. Like, if you had any, none of this coverage and stuff, like the <laughs> the uh, <laughs> days leading up to the press conference and all that stuff, you have no build-up. People wouldn't be as excited for the Super Bowl as many people are today. Yeah, they have media week. Yeah. They have all that BS that they have leading up Which to the Super Bowl. Which you can't go out there and practice a game. But they do. I mean, they do, but you don't, you know, you don't televise or anything I get what like you're that. Saying. I get, you know, so I think they could work on it. I get why they don't have it the way they go used Cox. to be. Go, Cox. This Debo, baby. Uh, <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> But I, I would like them to look into it and change it a little bit. You don't need to have it as long as they used to have it back in the day. But I, I still think they need to be able to to work on it a little bit to make the Daytona 500 more. Hour of practice exciting. before the duels. Hour of practice before qualifying. Hour of practice before the 500. That's all you need. Not even an That's hour. Three like hours. Forty-five minutes. Four, okay, whatever. I just made it round number. But I say thirty minutes for before uh, practice before qualifying. Make sure everything's okay. Thirty. That's all you need. Thirty minutes. Because you had fucking Connor Daly. His car didn't even fucking drive. And Chandler Smith's car it, broke too. It, you know, fucking Connor Daly looked That's like he had hydraulics, motherfucker, there. bouncing up and down going yeah. down pit road. And then you had uh, who'd you say? Chandler Smith. Chandler Smith. His car didn't fucking drive. So we had issues. You got it and drive. You got to have it didn't drive. It didn't drive. You got to have <laughs> you got to have an opportunity to make sure your shit works. Yeah. It's the first race of the season. It's too important for you not to be able yeah. to make sure everything's good. Yeah, it's it's way too important. And it's uh, like it's like the Super Bowl again. It's, it's like, Super Bowl. It's like nobody going out there to check the the turf before the game hey, starts. Hey, 49ers had fucked up turf at their practice facility. Oh, boo hoo. Um but that's kind of similar way. It's like you don't get a chance to nobody to test it or make sure it's okay. You just go out there, hey, hope your car shut up or I hope you didn't fuck up anything in the winter. I hope you didn't fuck up anything on the way here because uh, you're going out there. No practice. It's like, it's like that's it's, this race is too important. You say the race is too important for you not to be able to make sure everything's perfect. Facts. So that being said, it is important. So why don't you give me your breakdown of what's going to happen next Sunday? For the 500, yes, sir, one week away from the Daytona 500. Can't wait uh, for it. Can't wait for speed four days to start, you know, Mm -hmm. this week. And uh, and I think we're going to have a kind of boring, bland race. You know, it won't be nothing too crazy. I don't know what the weather looks like. Hopefully weather stays away from the Daytona 500, Daytona International Speedway. But, um Hope it's a good race. I hope, you know, we can somehow make the, the with the Forge and Toyotas having those new bodies, hopefully they can uh, build more more momentum than they could in the old cars and uh, get maybe a third line going. Daytona's pretty, pretty, you a want lot them more to run tighter. The high line, you say? Dave is over here questioning. We, yeah. Whenever the high line is said, we have to drink. 
He's going. He's all screaming out Highline now. <laughs> I'm empty. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, hopefully those new bodies for, for four and Toyota will be able to allow that third line to get going. Like I said, Daytona's a tight track, a lot more tighter than, than Talladega. I so. love it tight. Uh, God. See what I deal with? <laughs> but uh, I think it'll be a good race. I, I think it'll be nothing too crazy. It'll be a lot like last year. Last year wasn't. Two, I mean, it was the commercials 500. You know, I had a whole bunch of commercials because not a lot of shit happened, and they just kept going to commercial, commercial, commercial. But uh, hopefully, hopefully the race will be more entertaining than that. He had a couple late late race wrecks, and you know, had Ricky Stenhouse else pulled out the end. But uh, I think I think this All right, year now show us Taylor. Where's she at? Kind of the same, and uh, you have some wrecks. You have some guys. You know, kind of get moved up out of the out of you know. You know, with, with green flag pit stops, will be interesting too because we'll have some green flag pit stops. Gordon, how all these teams uh, do on pit road to see if they can stay with the lead pack or not. The, the field probably will get spread out. The stage will stages will help bring them back together. But I think it it'll it'll come down to who's up front. If you're in the top ten with ten to go, you'll win. If you're not in the top ten with ten to go, you won't win. So any of the top ten will win. Yes, yeah, so you have. What well, I'm saying, you have to be in the top ten. <laughs> if to you're win. in the top ten, you'll win. You have you if you're if you're eleventh, you're not winning with ten to go. So you have to be in the top ten to win. Yes. But if you're in the top ten, that doesn't mean you will win. No, I'm saying the top the winner of the race will be in the top ten with ten to go. That's what I'm saying. Are you sure about that? Yes, I am. Okay. So that that's my that's my spill on it. Still be hard to pass. And the lines will be kind of it'll be hard to, to move your way from twentieth to, to fifth in ten laps, is what I'm saying. I got you. So um It's gonna be hard to pass. Track harder, to, track, harder to pass in a kidney stone. Won't be that hard. There. Won't be that hard, but it will be very hard. So you have to keep your track position at least for the last fifty laps of the race. Yeah, I don't disagree. Um, I, I think you're right. I think it'll resemble last year's race. I hope that third line can get going, like you said. Um, you know, the, the super speedway racing is a, a difficult thing to to predict. Um, you know, in the past ten. 10 years since they kind of got out of that tandem draft style. It's difficult to understand. Um, well, back in the 550 horsepower package, it was crazy. People it was crazy. crazy That's runs. what I'm saying. It's difficult to predict. Now they come what's going to happen. You can't move at all. So, like, you've got, you've got a bunch of guys that you expect to be good. You've got Denny Hamlin. You've got the Roush guys. You've got the Hendrick guys are going to be fast. There's going to be guys up there you expect to see. But when it comes down to it at the end of the day, it's going to be, can you put yourself in the right position at the right time? Can you you pit with your, your teammates and, and win a stage? And can you, um, you know, make it through the wreck, which is what you always see at, at these tracks. But for the 500 specifically, it's going to be, like you said, are you up front at the end? Is it going to be the top? you know, three or four rows, or is it going to be the first, 
you know, two rows. It just depends on how the runs are, are going to be produced. And we got two new cars out there this year. Yeah. So so the runs are going to be different for those cars. The aerodynamics are going to be different. And the, that's where I kind of worry about my prediction that Chevys won't win. Uh, Chevys are the most com- – They the drivers, it's the same car yeah. they've had the past several years. They're the most comfortable in the draft with these cars. And the Toyotas have more cars this year now. So yeah. th- their, their pitch strategy is going to be different. Everything's going to be better for the Toyotas this year. They got two more cars. Uh, in in their group, and well, three including Jimmy Johnson. That's fair. So you got three cars in your group. Jimmy Johnson's got five hundred wins. He's got two guys underneath him. Eric Jones. Daytona five hundred wins. Not he ain't got five hundred wins. That's what the fuck I meant. You, well, we, you we, said he's got all, five. He's got five hundred wins. Well, he about does have five hundred wins. He's got like eighty four. He's got five. Hit that record button on the camera. Yeah, that, David. that red dot there D-dog. on the back. Yep. On, on the back like, of the camera. The yeah, that one right there. Press that. It looks. Look, yeah, there you yeah. go. So um, cameraman extraordinary, Dayton- David. Uh, Jimmy Johnson both has 500 wins, and he's also got Daytona 500 wins. So he's gonna be a problem if he doesn't get caught up in a wreck. He is a very good race car driver, um, and he's gonna be out there. He's gonna be competing. You got David Ray- Reagan, who's in a good car. It's gonna be. Very fast yeah. if he makes the race, but I think he'll make the race on speed. Because, oh, Post Malone. Because those, those Roush cars have speed uh, at those super speedways. So you're going to have guys that are going to be competitive for the win. But the question is, are they going to be up there at the front? Is it going to be the first couple rows that are going to have a chance? Is it going to be, is it gonna be uh, you know, single line around the top side um, for a long time towards the end? Is it going to get strung out? We don't know. Toyotas have new cars. They got a flatter nose. They're going to push better. Roush cars looks like they're going to be more set up to be, or the Fords, excuse me, are going to be better for the intermediate tracks this year based on their new body style. They've kind of gone away from, you know, that flat nose that they had um, that helped them at the super speedways. So maybe the Fords aren't going to be as competitive this year at the super speedways. Like you said, Chevy stayed the same. They know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And they have a bunch of numbers. So we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I think it'll be a good race. I think it'll be one of the better 500s in the last couple of years. Um, hopefully the Ford's new body won't hurt them too much. So my, my Roush boys will have a, a shot at it. I think Brad Keselowski, I think Chris Buescher, and I think David Reagan will all have a chance to win this race if they don't get caught up in, in wrecks. Um, but, but we'll see. I I think, I think it'll be a more calm race, uh, than, than the past couple of years as far as Rex goes. Pretty damn calm. Last couple of years have been calm, but there's been a couple of big wrecks. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't foresee a bunch of wrecks happening. Mm -hmm. I think it'll be a lot of training, um, because, Two of the three manufacturers have new cars, and they're not going to be comfortable, so they're going to be content mm-hmm. to ride uh, for the first 400, 450 miles of this race. So I don't see a bunch of wrecks happening. I think it'll come down to to pit strategy and where you come out of pit road on that last pit stop. And uh, with the Toyotas having more numbers, that might help them. Um, the Fords with that new body, I don't know if it will, but hopefully it will. But like you said, I think the Chevrolets will be the most comfortable. Um, but, uh, you know, you never know. It, it might come down to a late race restart like the uh, the July race did. 
uh, with, with Chris Busher winning. We watch right here in this very garage. Might come down to something like that again. And if it does, Ford's going to be a problem. Who's going to win it? So I get first pick because I won the trivia thing. You do? A couple weeks ago. Oh, so you can. Is that Reba McIntyre? How old is she? 472. Um, so obviously, you know, I, I said the Chevy wasn't going to win the first right, eight races of the season. I'm, I'm going to stick with that. Gotta remember that I said that. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure I don't pick. Well, no you Chevy. said you're gonna pick a Ford anyway. Uh, you said you're gonna pick a Roush car I'm to win. Pick, I said I might pick a Roush car. So I'm not picking a Chevy. It's gonna be a Ford or Toyota that wins this race. Um, I'm going. I don't feel great. I'm doing his this. best. No Sean Marino impression. I don't feel. I don't. <laughs> I don't feel that that confident in picking this guy at this track. Not saying he's he's one of the best. I just don't like picking him at a, at a super speedway track because he's really good everywhere else but the guy I'm going to pick um, he almost won this race last year came a few probably half a car length short before they wrecked um, going into uh, I think yeah down the straight down the back straight away before the golf came out Ricky Stenhouse beat him by like half a car length I'm picking guy kind of had a, got eliminated the round of 16 last year kind of have a down year last year this year, he's going to start this year off with a bang. It's an even year. He's better than even years. Give me Joey Logano to pick. win the Daytona 500. He doesn't race for Roush. And be the day... Huh? He doesn't race for Roush. He doesn't. I wanted to pick Chris Buescher really bad, but um, just don't think he... Joey, I trust Joey Logano more at the 500 than I do... Uh, Chris Buescher. I mean, Joe Logano, he, he, I mean, you look the past several years at the 500, the finishes, he's always up there. Mm-hmm. And he's only got one. I think this year he adds to it. I think he gets another one. I think he gets his second. It's a good Daytona pick. 500. I just hate that I'm picking him because, you know, like I said, we only get three picks per driver per year. The playoff, we don't reset nothing. Three picks. So I only got two left now with Joey. That kind of scares me, but I'm going with Joey. That's, a, that's not a bad pick. You may be surprised with mine. Um, I am picking a Roush driver, and this kind of gives it away since I'm making you David uh, say you're going to be surprised. But yeah, I think David Reagan. <laughs> I'm picking. So I, I'll say this: I don't think David, you're laying up. I don't think David Reagan's going to win the race. Yeah, I don't. I don't think David Reagan's going to win the race. What if kind of wreck slap fifty and if Reagan misses the wreck, you don't win exactly. If David Reagan doesn't get caught up in a wreck, he will finish towards the front. He's got a Talladega win. He's got a Daytona win on his record. He won that six car, a UPS car. He can what win. What can Brown this. do for you? He can win this race. I'm not saying he won't. And if he does, wonderful. The problem is, I'm. I don't think he's gonna try to pass Brad Keselowski or Chris Busher to win this race. And I also think Brad Keselowski and Chris Busher are gonna Why? gonna be. 
He's on a one-off, man. He's trying to win this five. Win this five. Sure. He sure. got he sure. got screwed. We didn't get screwed. He made a mistake back Hopefully in 2011. Hopefully he does. Hopefully I'm right. Hopefully he does. Because 2011 but he should have won the 500 if I, he didn't jump the jump lanes on the restart when Trevor Bay with Trevor. But Bain. what I'm what I'm telling you, if it comes down to a th- uh, the last, you know, if it comes down to a green white checkered and this shouldn't be allowed. And all you shouldn't be allowed to pick a part time driver. And all wait, bullshit. you said we you never said we weren't. So um, if you're telling me you're not going to pick David Reagan at Watkins Glen. If, Even in that race. if if all three Roush cars mm-hmm. are available to win this race at the end when it comes down to a green-white checkered, which yeah. it more than likely will, I believe that David Reagan will push one of them, if not all, it'd be a line of three of them to the win. So I'm picking him um, because I think he will finish better than the 22, but I do believe... Uh, one of those Roush cars will win it. So give me David Reagan. That shouldn't be allowed, but I'll allow it. Fuck it. If you don't want it allowed, no, I'll fine. pick another no, one. No, 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 that's fine. I'll give it to you. That's fine. Time out. What? I think you said last year that Shane Van Gisbergen wasn't available. What? Didn't you say that Shane Did you Van Gisbergen? Fart? No, that was him. David, stop <laughs> farting. Didn't you say Shane Van Gisbergen wasn't available last year at the Chicago I, Street Course? Whatever. Know. I'm picking David Reagan. Fuck it. Okay. All right. Well, Riley, what you got going on in the next I'm watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> let's figure this out. Let's let's <laughs> let's end this quickly. <laughs> yeah, Super Bowl's about to start. So uh Yeah, uh we'll see you. Hopefully, uh hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully uh Chevy will win, or if, if it's a Ford, it's Ryan Blaney or Chris Busher, one of the David Reagan. one of the two. And uh, if not David Reagan, hopefully Joe Logano finishes second to Chase Elliott or Ryan Blaney or Chris Busher. So, uh, with that being said, I uh, hope y'all. Uh, by the time we have this out, the Super Bowl will be over. Go with. Niners! We got, we got, uh, we were rooting for Forty Niners, but I said I got the Chiefs winning twenty four twenty. You got the. The uh, 49ers went in, what, 34, 27 or something yeah. like that? What's so. your bet? Huh? You said you had a bet for me. What's the bet? Oh, yeah. Well, it kind of ruined it because you didn't pick the uh, Roush car to make the Final Four. But I said if a Roush car makes the Final Four, I'll shave my head. You can't. You didn't pick a Roush car to make the Final Four? Well, what do I, I'll shake your hand if you give me something to do. Like what? Who'd you pick to win? Ross Chastain. If Ross Chastain wins the championship, I'll shave mine. If Roush Carr makes a final four, you got to shave yours. Bet. Deal it is. <laughs> Dealio. God, am I. Who looks wor- Who do you think would look worse with the shaved head? What if both happen? What if oh, both? What if, if a Roush Carr? What if a Roush Carr makes a final four, and but Ross, Roush wins it? Is Ross it canceled, it? or we both have to cut it? We both have to do it. My wife's gonna be pissed. <laughs> My wife will be pissed too. All right. Anyways, guys, hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl, although it's already happened by the time you listen to this. But uh, we'll see you next week to review the recap, the uh, Daytona 500. And uh, can't wait. Bart Scott. Bart Scott can't wait. Go Tigers. Go Cox. Wait a minute. Sorry, 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 sorry. Follow us (laughs) on TikTok at the Highline Podcast. By the way, we got a a semi-viral. Yeah, we did. The other day, 28,000 views. Walk it like I talk it. We appreciate you. Walk it like I talk it. Or like you talk it. 
Um, keep that up, baby. Uh, follow us on uh, YouTube at the High Line. Follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts at the High Line. What? Oh God, a mon- <laughs> You can't do that. I realize oh. we haven't we haven't done that in a while. Like, well, it doesn't count if we're giving shout outs. Hurry up! Well, I got according, according to David, it does. Anyways, follow us on Instagram with the Highline official. On YouTube with the Highline and uh, TikTok at the Highline podcast, and uh, give us a follow and tell your family and friends who are NASCAR fans or podcast fans to give us a shot and uh, follow us. But until next week, let's get it. We'll see you. Go Tigers. Go Cox. <laughs>